Good morning, afternoon or evening everyone and welcome to today's reflection on kingship. My name is Hannah Archer and I'm the leader of the Brighter School Discipleship in Wigan and I am also part of the voice talk. Today we are reflecting on 1 Samuel 9 to 12 and especially Samuel 9. So get your Bibles ready. Just for one moment, be still and focus your full attention on God. We are reading from 1 Samuel 9 to 12 in the New International Version. First, a little background. In chapter 8, we hear the request of the Israelites for a king, even though God is their king. But they want to be like all the other nations around them and have their own king. So God grants them their wish, not without a warning though, which we will see a little bit later. This is when we are introduced to Saul. And I am now reading from 1 Samuel 9, 2 to 4. Kish had a son named Saul as handsome a young man as could be found anywhere in Israel, and he was a head taller than anyone else. Now the donkeys belonging to Saul's father Kish were lost, and Kish said to his son Saul, Take one of the servants with you and go and look for the donkeys. So he passed through the hill country of Ephraim and through the area around Shalisha, but they did not find them. They went on into the district of Shalim, but the donkeys were not there. Then he passed through the territory of Benjamin, but they did not find them. Disappointed, Saul suggests to head back to, so his father won't start worrying about them. But his servant suggests to go see this prophet, or seer, called Samuel, who was apparently in a nearby town. 1 Samuel 9.6 Look, in this town there is a man of God, he is highly respected, and everything he says comes true. Let's go there. Perhaps he will tell us what way to take. Saul agrees after bringing a gift for Samuel and they go up to see him. Meanwhile, Samuel has been told by God that a man from the land of Benjamin would be coming and he would be anointed ruler over Israel. So he goes down the mountain towards Saul and the two meet. This is from 1 Samuel 9, 19-20. Samuel says to Saul, I am the seer, Samuel replied. Go up ahead of me to the high place, for today you are to eat with me. And in the morning I will send you on your way and will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them, they have been found. And to whom is all the desires of Israel turned, if not to you and your whole family line? Saul's response says a lot about who he is as a person, and we find more clues about his character and personality in the later chapters. His response to Samuel hinting at him having any kind of significance in the history of Israel is seemingly a humble one. 1 Samuel 9.21 But am I not a Benjamite from the smallest tribe of Israel, and is not my clan the least of all the clans of the tribe of Benjamin? Why do you say such a thing to me? Samuel spends the rest of the day eating and talking to Saul and Saul gets the best piece of meat that was already prepared in advance for him. This suggests and shows Saul that Samuel already knew he was coming. God is behind this. So this is very clearly a God thing. A God-ordained encounter and anointing. God listens to his people and answers their request. We are told that Saul is a handsome young man and he was taller than anyone else. He stands out. But then again, he's from the smallest tribe of Israel and doesn't see himself as special or worthy of the words Samuel says to him. God is choosing the man that is going to rule over Israel for many years before David. 
We can see throughout this whole chapter that Saul is as obedient as any and is willing to listen and respect Samuel and his leadership. This again is a very important quality as a leader. What happens next shows us the importance of preparation for any kind of leadership in our own lives. We are now in chapter 10 of 1 Samuel and are going to look at a couple of key verses. These will reveal a bit more about Saul's character and journey. Samuel anoints Saul and gives him specific instructions on where to go and how to proceed. In 1 Samuel 10, 5, 11 we read, After that you will go to Gibeah of God where there is a Philistine outpost. As you approach the town you will meet a procession of prophets coming down from the high place. And they will be prophesying. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them and you will be changed into a different person. Once these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hand finds to do, for God is with you. As Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed Saul's heart and all these signs were fulfilled that day. When all those who had formerly known him saw him prophesying with the prophets, they asked each other, what is this that has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Now, doesn't this show us the importance of transformation and the Spirit's work in our heart before any of us can proceed in any leadership role? Don't we all need God to touch our hearts and change them? I pray we can learn from the story that before Saul was officially king, he had to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and therefore God himself. How often do we focus on skills and even outward appearance of the people around us and ourselves? Does it not matter more what our hearts look like? We know that Saul's heart turned away from God in later chapters, but he did start off right. We see that he started off with a pure and good character. So what can we take from all of this then? Let me humbly offer you my thoughts and some questions for you to reflect on. God only reluctantly gave the Israelites a king. Let us always remember that whoever is leading us, God is the ultimate and best leader we can follow. Let us go to him first. God chose Saul, knowing he was going to make mistakes. God chooses us despite our weakness. Let us be bold but humble in our leadership. Before Saul was announced and introduced as leader, he had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. He was filled and his heart was changed. Let us focus on our heart and character before anything else. Now these questions are for you to reflect on for you personally. What are you taking away from this story? How can you focus more on your heart than your skills or how you appear to other people on the outside? What can you learn from Saul's obedience and humility about your own life and leadership? Those are my thoughts. Now let us finish with a prayer together. God, we thank you that you choose us in our weakness. And we thank you that we could learn from Saul and his experience and his humility in the beginning of his kingship. God, we pray that you would always be the main king in our hearts, that you would be the king of our hearts, God. Every, every single day that we would look firstly to you and seek advice and help from you rather than anyone else. God, help us to be humble in our, in our leadership and help us to be humble enough for you to change our hearts and change us and prepare us for the things that you want us to do. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thanks so much for listening, guys. God bless you and have a great morning, afternoon or evening. Bye.